0: Hey guys, it's Gary Vaynerchuk, and this is the Gary V Audio Experience. Hey everybody, this is Gary Vaynerchuk, and this is episode 252 of the Ask Gary V Show. I'm excited about this. We got connected on the DM on Instagram. We uh, we we planned it, and we made it happen. We are. Yeah, We're why don't you tell here. the Vayner Nation who you are
1: and what you do, my friend. What's up, everybody? My name is Kai Green, AKA Mr. Getting It Done. Um, I am a competitive um, athlete that had an opportunity to step into a larger possibility. Currently, we are working on a number of projects and uh, with that, I'm an owner of a company, Dynamic Muscle Supplement, um, acting, um, writing, and I am in awe of being here the <laughs> Gary V Show.
0: So Kai, why don't you tell everybody a little bit, let's take it further back, mm-hmm. right? So obviously we've been promoting that this is gonna be on. Do we have, we have questions, or are we, are we live? We're live? Yeah, good, hey everybody. Live. live everywhere. Okay. Uh, are they putting out phone numbers? Is it Facebook? Facebook? So Facebook, start putting out your phone numbers to get on the show and ask Kai a question. Uh, so we've been promoting it, you've been promoting it. People have been really excited about this collaboration. Which really is a lot of fun, but for a lot of the uh, audience that may not know your backstory all the way back, tell me about where were you born? How did you get so humongous? How did you get? <laughs> how did you become a, a competitive athlete? And like, give take me back a little bit further. Okay.
1: Well, you know what? I started out.
0: Where were you born? A lot of people.
1: I was born in Brooklyn. Love it. Brooklyn, New York. So I'm a I'm a New Yorker. I'm yep. a Native New Yorker. You you were always here. You've always stayed here. I moved around a little bit, but my. Um, Grew up um, in Brooklyn, um, as we got older we kind of uh, moved around, Yep. Um, got a chance to live out of state um, and currently we spend a lot more time traveling so abroad so we get a chance to, because of a lot of our, our business is international, um, we spend a lot more time traveling. But yes I did grow up in Brooklyn and I am in the process of hmm, trying to answer this question. <laughs> Uh, I grew up in Brooklyn. born What in Brooklyn. kind of kid were
0: you? What were you into? Were you into sports? Were you like into video games? Were you like quiet? Did you read? Like, what was your what was your jam? Let's call it first to seventh grade. Well,
1: first to seventh grade, I think. Um, I think we were, we were set up with a lot of challenges. Originally, I was a ward of the state, so. Um, so we had of challenges. As it yeah it could be imagined, I think the uh, first to seventh grade. I think you spent a large part of the time just trying to become a little bit better adjusted, and that was very elusive, very, very elusive. And you say we, you mean siblings? Um, yeah, you know, my, my brother and I were, uh, we were wards of the state, so we kind of. Um,
0: At what age? I,
1: somewhere, between, I, I would say around eight, mm-hmm. eight, so we kind of left home pretty young, Yeah. pretty young. Um, but that's the very interesting thing about the story because um, there was another time where you probably probably would have looked like what would become a negative statistic. Um, and definitely the story wasn't a very easy one, um, but it is a, a story that talks about the path of becoming. And um, right now I'm very, very excited about... The higher heights that we've gotten a chance to grow to, and are still in the process of growing. Of course,
0: yeah. well, you're a young dude. Absolutely. And so, and so, what was the turning point in your in your younger age? Like, when did you get into body? Your, is it competitive bodybuilding? I want to, I want to use the right terminology here. You know, um, what, what what did you get into exercise and physical strength early on? Did, was was there a turning point? Was there was there when you say awarded to the state, like, did you have foster parents? Like, what's, yeah. what's that? I want to make sure. Yeah,
1: that, that, uh, yeah. so what happens is you have, there are probably thousands of young people sure. right now that, um, for one reason or another, um, find themselves in a situation where their parents aren't able to take sure. care of them. Um, and in a situation like that, then the state yep. steps in, and um, either by force or, you know, sure. Um, they step in and they offer these services. And you'll have a bunch of places uh, either through like the Catholic Church or various other kinds of... uh, uh, Institutions? uh, They'll have institutions, um, but uh, they can be run um, by any number of... uh, It's very interesting because it's kind of not something that I really do a lot of thinking about in the present. More in the present now we think about you know, managing the company, think sure. about developing your career, everything about um, focusing on. Um, so this is very interesting, uh, <laughs> very interesting walk.
0: You know, it's interesting. I think I think a lot of the future is told by the past, right? Like, listen, I'm not looking to pry. Like, if that's mm-hmm. a chapter that you wanted to close the book on, and you're focusing forward, I want to be empathetic because I don't ha- I don't have that context. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's interesting because I think that it builds. It, it speaks to the foundation to me. You know entrepreneurship, building brand, some of the stuff, the businesses you guys are building through. I believe the ones that grow up with more adversity are far more positioned for success because, uh, you know, I'm sure you've you, you figured it out, and I'm sure your crews figured out. Like, all it is is adversity. Like, you've got a lot of awareness and you've built a big community, so obviously there's a lot of opportunity. However, business is hard. Like, you know, like, it's, it's, it's way harder than people think it is. And and, and, and no, whatever new product or service that you guys launch, truth is, nobody gives a fuck, right? Like, just because you were successful out there. When I started a social media agency, everybody made fun of me. They're like, wine boy, stay in your lane. Like, what are you, what are you doing, right? So, like, being successful in one genre, you know, there's, you're met with a lot of cynicism when you go into different places. How have you thought about that?
1: Well oh. In the past, what I would do is, play my cards very close to my chest. Um, the first thing I think when, and I, and I still think it's very important when you have some goals and ideas that are um, big, um, sometimes they may be too large for the current capacity in which you're willing to work, You know, which means that you're gonna have to do some growing in an effort to even be able to um, stand in that reality. But more importantly, when we start to talk about sharing it with other people, sometimes you might need to keep it close to your chest because they won't be willing to accept it and the first thing they'll do is discourage you.
0: Yeah. Um, you know. That's an interesting insight. You know, it's been funny. That's a very interesting insight and I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in here for a second. I think that it's so funny that there's two paths. So, and so often there's two paths, right? The two paths, that is such an interesting way of looking at it. I, I'm funny, I go the other way. Hmm. I put my shit out there so aggressively <laughs> because I'm, I actually need people to tell me that I can't. Mm. I'm the reverse. Mm-hmm. When people, you know, it, it's so funny. I had somebody come up to me uh, not too long ago who was like, hey man, you know, oh my God, you know, can I talk, and I was like, "Shit." we started talking for a second. He's like, I gotta just tell you, I hated you at first. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and he's like, and what really sucked was after a while I realized me leaving negative comments and I, he's like, I, I gotta be honest, like I left negative comments. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, and then some video I saw and I could tell that you liked it, that I was leaving negative comments and that really fucked with me because then I was like, now what do I do? Mm-hmm. And so like, it's, it's interesting that like, there's the, like for me, I need to put stuff out mm-hmm. because I feed off of the cynicism mm-hmm. and the people chipping at it. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then I have a lot of friends who keep it close mm-hmm. and their mold is to like, keep it there and then it's just an interesting psychology.
1: Well, you know, um, as a bodybuilder, I think one of the interesting things about the subculture is I learned to work in silence. You know, you kind of of become a hermit. Uh. You go into the underground and you kind of put your body of work together. And then the day of the competition, you unveil it. You know, um, a lot of times people will talk a very good game. I think Mm -hmm. most people have not yet really mastered the ability to be a Muhammad Ali, so to speak, you know, um, talk a good game, but still stay very focused on creating the, desi- the desired end result that they're looking for. Um, some people get distracted and, in sense, distract themselves. Um, I'd rather, um, just because of the way I was socialized in my subculture, to do it like that. that way. I put my hood on and I work. I can show you better than I can tell you. I understand. You know, um, and a lot of times what happens is the body of work will speak for itself. Hundred percent results speak. Like Absolutely.
0: like doesn't like you know my crew when you said Muhammad Ali, a couple of us looked at each other because I think I mean it's an audacious thing, but <laughs> I love the idea that I talk a big game. Mm-hmm. I, I need it to then. There's nothing better. We 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 put on a pedestal the people that talk the biggest game mm-hmm. and are able to actually mm-hmm. deliver. Mm-hmm. I mean, and then we don't even know the people that talk the big game and couldn't deliver. We don't even remember who they were, right? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I think that's an interesting insight and I agree with it. Andy, let's get us a question. So what else are you, so what are you, in specifics,
1: what are you most excited about right now? Right now I'm excited about being here.
2: <laughs> this is what's up.
0: <laughs> you're, keeping you it, know, you're keeping it very focused.
1: Um, very, very focused. Um, you know, um, currently we're working on a bunch of projects. One which is very, very big for us, um, even in my subculture, is the re- new release of Generation Iron 2. It's, um, it's the second Film um, where we get a chance to present for the subculture everybody in a, in a spotlight um, of working towards the achievement of their goal and not necessarily just focused around winning a title or a show, but actually stepping up into life and aiming to be successful. In That's cool. When's that come out? Well, it comes out in May. We're nice. actually going to Body Power this weekend, uh, next week, actually. Um, to set up the premiere in the UK. Nice. Um, yeah. Love it, got it? Dylan,
0: from Dylan. Uh-huh. Dylan, it's Gary Vee. You're on what's the Ask Gary Vee Show with Kai.
3: How are what's you? What's up,
0: <laughs> How's it going, Dylan? I
3: was just watching the live stream like five minutes ago.
0: And now you're on the show.
3: Kai out to you too, I to see you the dude,
0: So what's your question, my friend?
3: Hey, so I wanted to ask you about time management with entrepreneurship, like your daily routine, that kind of thing. So, I'm managing, well, we have like a digital marketing agency, but between marketing and the whole prospecting, all the sales stuff, like, what would you say is your best advice on managing
1: your daily routine and time management?
0: Kai, how do you think about your time management, your daily routine?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think one thing you might want to think about doing is um, aiming to be early um, I think if you're b- very effective aiming to be early you're least likely to be late <laughs> um, yeah. that is absolutely true <laughs> uh, absolutely but then also being clear about what your priorities are because um, they anytime we set a set, set ourselves up for a schedule um, we may find that other things may come up Um, and there always are going to be things that will pull at your concentration. And I think the more successful you become with managing yourself, you become more attractive, which means that more things will pull at your concentration.
0: I I think you gotta make your actions back up your ambition, right? Like, my process is very simple, which is I've talked the big game, I have a lot of wants and dreams, and my schedule today needs to map my big fucking mouth, right, like, that's it, and so, you know, one thing that shocks people when they get closer, remember when Tyler first filmed, when Justin first filmed, Iris, when you get to film, the biggest thing you're gonna know is like, wait a minute, it's every second. It's actually every second. Like it's, you know, like I I think time is the asset and so the one thing I would tell you is as you're prospecting, as you're trying to get sales, you've also gotta deliver on your work. If you've got an agency, like selling's just the beginning. Selling, Uh selling, like, you're, you're like, everybody's so focused on selling. A lot of people starting these small social media agencies just to get clients. They forget that after you get the clients, you gotta fucking deliver. Keeping business, <laughs> keeping business is what actually builds big businesses, not getting new business. Yeah,
3: yeah, definitely.
0: So, so I, would, yeah. I, would, I, would, I would add to the process to make sure you're talking to your current customers, not just trying to find new ones.
2: Yeah.
1: Cool, okay. man,
0: thank you. All right, let's keep going. That's good advice. Do you like that? I, love that. I, I think I think farming, so hunting is very attractive, mm-hmm. right? Like it's no different kind of than, it's a, it's a little version of what you said, which is let the action speak instead of the words. Mm-hmm. It's how I think about business. I'm a big talker, but from a business standpoint, uh, people see me in my sales and all this, mm-hmm. but it's the farming, mm-hmm. it's it's the retaining clients, it's the meetings, it's the maintenance. It's the maintenance, yeah, it's the maintenance. One 100%. Yeah, the maintenance. See if Scott comes through.
4: Hey, it's Scott here from Jacksonville, Florida. Is this the Gary V Show?
0: It sure is, Scott. And you're on with Kai Green. How are you? It's
4: the First. Gary, gentlemen, it is an honor. Gary, I'll tell you something. Crush it, changed my life. I appreciate it. And the one thing I love about you, Gary, is you engage with your followers, and I thank you for that. My pleasure. The number one question. Yeah, thank you. And the number one question I have. Uh, Kai is when you wake up in the morning and you don't feel like going to the gym, how deep do you have to go down and say, I've gotta do this?
1: Uh, I, th- I think it I think it varies. I think there's something you go mornings- to the gym every day? Yes. Yes. Multiple times? Yes. Yeah. yes. This is what you do. Yeah. But I mean also my, my ambition was to be the best in my craft, the best in my field, yeah, the best And
0: in- is that Mr. Olympia? Like is that like what that is considered? Well it, it, it was.
1: It, it it's was. not as much
0: anymore? No, um, I like watching your team react to this, because so, I, I don't have the subtext, so I'm like, oh, what are they saying? Like, what's happening? I'm like getting excited. I'm like, ooh, I gotta Google some shit after this there's, interview. There's always the, there's
1: always the, the, the promotion thing. Yeah, you know, that, yeah. Um, that we're definitely not trying to indirectly do. Sure. Um, to say that there was a time when, you know, to be the best athlete in the world, Um, meant that we had to get up and follow a certain protocol um, is is the most important way that I would like to answer that question and even even now whether it is the Mr. Universe whether it's you know whatever said championship or not reality is that in order to be the best you know you have to be willing to give a certain amount of your concentration and your time um, dutifully every day um, to make that a reality.
0: Do you struggle to go to the gym? Scott. Scott.
4: Scott. Scott. Yes. Yes, I do actually, guys. Because you know, I'm 55 years old. I, uh, you know, I want to look good. I want to stay healthy. And Gary, you inspire me to do that because I see you out there all the time, and you are moving. And I think when people just sit around all day, uh, they become sedentary. Then you lose the battle. So yeah, Mm -hmm. I go to Planet Fitness here in Jacksonville three times a week to stay fit. Not only for me and my wife, but for my upcoming grandchildren. Mm -hmm.
0: I love that, man, I think that's great. My answer is that Jordan just keeps texting me until I get out of bed. That's my move. <laughs> Scott, thanks for watching the show.
1: I will say this, Please. I wanna throw this at you, Scott, or I'll anyone see. else that's yeah, listening, is, is um, a lot of that is really about remembering what is important, being able to be in, in, in touch with your why, a lot yep. of people have yep. heard that stuff, but yep. you know, I think whether you're the professional athlete or you're or you the in shape or your person thing? that's saying, hey, I wanna be in good health, I wanna be in good shape, this is what I need to do, I think you're more likely to lose focus or more likely to want to stay in the bed and not go um, when you are not looking at the end result that you're looking for, you know?
0: I, you know, when did you start working out for real? I started training when
1: I was like nine. Really? Yeah, yeah. Jesus. I God. turned professional before I was, before I reached my 21st birthday.
0: Nine, Andy. I mean, you haven't worked out in nine days. This guy started working out when he's <laughs> not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Who's this? Hey, it's Gary V and you're in the Ask Gary V Show with Kai Green. Who's this and where are you from?
3: Oh man, this is super crazy. Uh, my name is Kenya. I really didn't think this was gonna this was gonna happen at all. Well, you do- you put.
0: Yo, Ke, Ke, you put your phone number <laughs> in, in, in the stream. I mean, you could, You had to think it had a chance of happening.
3: Uh, yeah, but there are like <laughs> 300, 500 numbers. So. Well,
0: where are you from, my man?
3: I'm from San Antonio.
0: Love it. Mm-hmm. What can we yeah, do for you? so
3: uh, my question, the one that I put in there. Yeah, so I've, I've been growing an advertising agency called uh, Project Forward. Okay. And uh, I was wondering, how do you find out uh, how big of a client you should go for? I just started. I have three meetings this week. Nice. Uh, well, I started like a year ago, but I just got to the point where I have You're getting serious, stuff, so. nice. So, yeah, so I, I have like three meetings this week. Even if I close all of them, I'll still, like, they're very small, so I'm wondering, how do you find out how big of clients you should go for? And,
0: well, the answer is you should go uh, for the biggest clients you can possibly get, right? Like, I mean, you should go for, yeah. you know, Apple and, and BMW. What I think you're self-aware enough to know is that they're not going to hire you. So I think right. I, I think what you need to do is stretch your ambitions and stay practical at the same time. So I think... I, what, what I just heard is, I would have loved for you to have five meetings or, three, or, or two meetings of the way the three look and then one is the stretch goal, right? Like I think you should always ask. You know, sliding into DMs, writing, writing emails, putting out content that's a gateway to the agency. I think it's super important that you, like what I did with VaynerMedia, to give you an example, is we started off and it was like $3,000 a month. And then people said yes. Mm -hmm. And the next meeting, no matter what, it was $4,000 a month. I just kept going until it became $15,000 a month. Some said yes, some said no. But I remember when I was at 11,000 a month, there was like seven or eight meetings in a row that were no's, and I was like, I didn't feel like I should've went backwards. I, I still felt confident. I felt like 11 wasn't enough. Maybe 150, but not 11. And I hear people emailing me like, Gary, I had. I'm really struggling, I don't think it's working, I think I have a bad idea, and I reply, like I I did some sales meetings and they didn't go well. I'm like, how many have you done? They're like, two. And I'm like, let me get this straight. You've done two sales calls, sales (laughs) meetings, and they didn't go well, and you're questioning your entire shit? Right, Kai? I mean, like, you know, how many, you know, some days don't go good in the gym, right? Like, you, you, it didn't go as well as you wanted to. It didn't click, you know, but so I would say it's not about knowing how big you should go for. It's that you should try to go for as big as you can. Then you service it. And if you can see that they're satisfied with it, now you have proof of concept that there's somebody in the world that's willing to pay you $6,000 a month and they're happy about it, which then means you have the potential to have a lot more people that are willing to do that. Understand?
3: Awesome, yeah. So, how did you figure out that first number, though? That first 3,000? I made it up. Okay.
0: (laughs) I was like, well, 3,000 sounds right. I fucking made it up. Great. You know, how'd you come up with your first number?
3: Um, the first. Person offered it to me, and I was like, "Oh, that's way more than I was expecting." <laughs> <laughs> I'll just keep going with
0: that, <laughs> my man. That's how so many businesses have started. The way I started speaking, how much did I want? I yeah. made it up, and then it was too little, and I made up more, and it was still too little. Like you know, you just you just go through it. It's called stick with me here. Experience, yeah. experience matters. All these youngsters that are super talented. Dunk. He's so talented and young. He fucking sleeps on experience. Wait till he actually adds experience. Then he's gonna be a real ninja. Like, experience matters. It's how you learn. You go through the battles. You're like, oh shit, that's how it happens. Oh, I didn't know. Experience is real. I thought I was unstoppable at 23, and I was. I built a huge business, but guess what? 41-year-old Gary will destroy 23-year-old Gary in within one round. It's just experience. It's real. Got it?
3: Right. Yeah, cool. I love your content, by the way, and- Thank you. I, I don't actually know who's on the show today. But Kai is. Awesome, so. Kai
0: Green, check awesome. him. Follow him. I'm gonna and you're going to have big fucking we'll muscles. All right, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> now, Kai, one thing I noticed, uh, as we've been prepping for this through social, is kids freak out when they see you. Like, I Like Like you know. Like, I was really enjoying like seeing, like you, that must feel amazing.
1: Um, <laughs> no? <laughs> well, you know what? It, it's one of those things where I, I, I don't think that I've spent a lot of time Focusing on how I feel because much like the the caller that we had a little yeah. bit earlier Hey, how do you how do you respond when you don't feel like and most often than not my feelings? I feel will betray me. You Interesting. Know? Um, so I, I Try not much. to rely on my feelings and you know just Try to be more consciously aware of the things that I want my thoughts and allow my thoughts to lead me, recognize that I need to be able to control my thinking. So when I feel things that are telling me, hey, you know what, that usually is an indicator that I'm not focused where I need to be in order to make this thing the easier.
0: I'm gonna jump on that in a minute. It's Gary V you on the Ask Gary Vee Show. Who's this and where are you from?
1: Gary,
2: hey, this is Brian Cronin.
0: Brian,
1: how um, are you? Uh,
2: from Nashville. Doing good, man, how about you?
0: Good, say hello to Kai. Kai,
2: what's up, man? How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. I actually just watched a documentary on you not too long ago on Netflix. With uh Mr. Olympia. Very impressive.
0: How'd you feel about that guy? I'm just kidding I'm just kidding. All right, what's your question, my man? So I've got a client
2: of mine who's been running kind of a social media for his business. He owns a few gyms here in the Nashville area. Uh, he's a bodybuilder. He's won Mr. Tennessee, I believe, once or twice. And now he's come to me and is asking, you know, Vine, how do I take my accomplishments? in my personal brand and take it to the next level so I can, you know, monetize that. How do I grow that? Do I, you know, build my social larger, you know, start, you know, looking for sponsors, showing supplements, so on and so forth. What
0: does he wanna what does he wanna push that towards? Is the accomplishment just financial? Which is super fine. Financial. I don't want yeah. Well, I mean, I, th- I mean, he's yeah. I mean, I think I think he's got to pick the things that he wants to. Dr- the answer is you need to bring value to people so they follow you, and then you decide what you want to move your audience to, and you need to believe in what you sell, right? Like just getting, you know. I remember I was visceral against supplements over the last decade because the first 80 people I met, I knew didn't give a fuck about what was in the supplements. They were just slapping some label on some shit they bought in China, and so I was like, and I remember thinking. Shit, this is scary. These were like friends or acquaintances. I'm like, bro, what if like in four years it's found out that you don't even know what you're buying? What if people die from cancer? Like how could you live like this? So I like just was like completely like, you know, now I've become a little more educated, started getting my fitness better, I started meeting people that are actually from the fitness game and care about it and like do the homework. I mean Jordan is so unbelievably knowledgeable like the way he talks about stuff, it's thoughtful, it's thoughtful. It's not slapping a private label on the cheapest pills in bulk that you can buy on Alibaba and trying to flip them on your Twitter account. (laughs) So I think the answer is very simple, my man. He needs to bring value to people and you can only do so much because he has to bring value. It's not that you can manipulate that. And then he needs to decide what he wants to push that audience to and he needs to feel good about it. So if he feels good that his gym's worth 2.99 a month, like the reason it's so easy for me to sell books is I just think it's really worth 14 fucking dollars. Like yeah. you know, like you got to feel good about what you sell. So I would tell you, you need to get serious with him and not have a surface level conversation with him. You need to stress test the relationship and put him in a position that he has to understand that he has to first bring value to people on social, and then he needs to push them towards something he really believes in. And that takes time. Not hey, Brian, get my social up so we can make some money. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and do you think I maybe mean, you can answer towards this? Is there a social media platform that you would want him to focus more of the time and attention on for that world?
1: Ty what's your thoughts on that? Um, well, to echo what you said about taking the, um, developing, giving something in use value that you can believe in, um, you can, I, I guess, you know, Facebook would be really cool, but um, you can go on and develop a YouTube channel and give some really good practical advice that starts to talk about um, helping people overcome or deal with some of the issues that they're wrestling with. Maybe you can think about speaking to a unique market. Um, There are a lot of people that are dealing with a host of um, issues um, that diet or different dieting strategies can help. Not, Not just talking about the Mr. or Mrs. Jones that wants to lose a few dress sizes but the person that's actually Needs to eat in a specific way to combat some of the health crises that they find, um, and sure. as a result, aren't as easy or find it not as easy to find those answers. You know, just um, um, you know, out there. I think you could you could develop a resource that speaks to that specific group um, or or a bunch of uh, different uh, needs, and now create something. Um, of a substantial use value that is worth um, the subscription price on your, um, you know, or actually technically more than that, you know, so you give more in use value than the actual dollar figure that you charge. Um, tri- tri- yeah. Tried and true advice, man. Provide people
0: value up front, then sell them something you believe in. Super simple. Cool. Yep. Uh, by the way, to answer your question, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Snapchat, and Twitter on the next tier below that. But the three things above that, priority. Can't, can't, can't win in 2017 without a substantial Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube strategy. Can't win. Got
2: it.
0: And that's on video. And so then if you want to talk about written, medium, LinkedIn, your own blog. And then if you want to talk about audio, uh, your, po- your own podcast, other people's podcasts, uh, Spotify, believe it or not. SoundCloud, believe it or not. Content on music platforms I think is a arbitrage. Got it? Cool. Cool.
2: Awesome, man, Thanks. I appreciate it, and uh, you got go it.
0: Jets. <laughs> yes, go Jets is right. Kai, I really appreciate you, man.
1: Oh, likewise. Yeah,
0: thanks, thanks for being on the show. What's the question know. of the day? You get to ask the whole Vayner Nation any question you want. Good opportunity for you and your team to get two, three thousand answers across Facebook and YouTube of maybe some insight, some trends, something you're curious about, what the masses are thinking. Question of, it could be something funny, like what's your favorite root beer? Like, question of the day,
1: go. (laughs) Uh, Well, um, hmm. Will Kai answer this question directly or not? Uh, that's a joke. <laughs> uh, I saw
0: some of that come through on social. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, wow. Mm. Yeah, you know, I really don't have one right at the top of Uh Question of the day. Hmm.
0: Are you ever curious what the what what do you, in your world mm-hmm. what do you, what's what are some of the themes that people are uh, talking about or thinking about?
1: Um, in my world, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about improving my game. In my world, I'm thinking about. Um, I mean, everybody wants to will ask questions that are minutia. Well, how many grams of protein? How's right, many grams of right. Fat? Um, how much? Hours the commodity shit. But that's you know. Um, the stuff that doesn't matter. Recognizing that I am, I am in control. You know, I decide what's going to happen or not. You know, I can plan effectively or ineffectively. I can stand in my own way, or become my own more most powerful ally. Um, so I guess maybe the question of today is, who are you, and who are you willing to be?
0: I love that. I appreciate it. thank you. You keep asking questions. We'll keep answering them. Hey guys, I hope you really enjoyed this episode of the Gary Vee Experience. Now go out and share this. Pass it on. Let me know what you thought.